In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. With the 2012 Olympics coming to a close, it's time to start thinking about 2016. So today, we're going to imagine that you're a runner training for the 1,500-meter race at the next Olympic Games. At the end of each day, you run a practice 1,500-meter race and record your time. Since we have the luxury of making this story as awesome as we please, let's not just assume you're training for the Olympics, which would be impressive enough. Let's assume that you're one of the early favorites to win, which means you need to get your time down to around 3 minutes and 30 seconds which is really, really fast. The big question for today is, what's the best way to track your progress? In other words, how do you know if you're improving enough? Should you just look at the day-to-day changes in your time, or is there a better way? In truth, there's no absolutely right or wrong answer here, but there are better and worse answers. And a better answer in this situation is to use something called a moving average to track your progress. Why? That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Getting back to your quest for 1,500-meter Olympic glory, let's start by taking a look at the practice times you've recorded over the past week. On Monday, you ran 1,500 meters in 3 minutes 45 seconds. On Tuesday, you improved to 3 minutes 38 seconds. On Wednesday, you were a little off and came in at 3 minutes 50 seconds. Thursday was better at 3 minutes 41 seconds and Friday was even better at 3 minutes 36 seconds. As you can see, your time's bounced all over the place. So how can you fight through this mess and figure out how much you really improved? Or if you improved at all, for that matter. Well, since you went from 3 minutes 45 seconds on Monday to 3 minutes 36 seconds on Friday, we can just say that you improved by 9 seconds, right? Or is that too optimistic? To answer these questions, we first need to figure out what a moving average is. And to understand what a moving average is, we first need to understand what the word average means. As we've talked about before, the word average can actually signify many things, but it usually refers to what's known as the mean. As you probably know, to find the mean of a group of numbers, we just add them up and then divide by the size of the group. So, to find your mean 1,500-meter time over the five practice runs from the past week, just add up the times and divide by five to get a mean of 3 minutes 42 seconds. But what does the mean value we've found really mean? To make things a bit clearer, let's put another week's worth of practice run times into your runner's notebook. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. 
Sherry University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Let's assume that the following week includes times of 3 minutes 44 seconds, then down to 3 minutes 38 seconds, up to 3 minutes 45 seconds, down to 3 minutes 34 seconds, and finally finishing up on Friday with a time of 3 minutes 39 seconds. As we did with the first week's times, we can find the mean time of your practice runs over the second week by adding them up and dividing by 5. The result is a mean time of 3 minutes 40 seconds. Now, back to the question what do these mean values really mean? Well, finding the mean time for a given week is really just a way to evenly smooth out all of the peaks and valleys of the different times over the entire week. And when we compare the smoothed out times for the two weeks in your notebook, we learn that you improved from a mean of 3 minutes 42 seconds in the first week. To a mean of 3 minutes 40 seconds in the second week. So these mean values mean that you've improved 2 seconds on average. Not bad. But you might be wondering why are we bothering to find averages at all? Isn't this a lot more work than we need to do? If we're trying to judge progress, can't we just look at the day to day changes in your 1500 meter time? Unfortunately, not really. At least not easily. Because as we've seen, like a lot of other things in the world, The weather, stock prices, and your weight, to name a few, your 1500 meter practice times fluctuate a lot from day to day. And those fluctuations make it extremely hard to separate meaningful changes due to actual progress from meaningless here today, gone tomorrow noise. Sometimes this noise will slow down your time. Perhaps you ate something that didn't exactly agree with you that morning. And sometimes it will speed it up. Perhaps you had a particularly favorable wind at your back on the home stretch. But the important point is that these up and down fluctuations mostly go away when you smooth out the times by finding an average value. Being able to track week to week improvements by finding weekly mean values as we've done so far is great. But what if you really want to keep an eye on your day to day changes? Is there a way to do that and still get rid of, or at least minimize the effect of, those noisy fluctuations? In other words, is there a way to clean up the data so that you can see the forest from the trees? As you may have guessed, that's exactly what a moving average does. There are many kinds of moving averages, but today we're going to focus on what's called a simple moving average. Let's say you want to keep track of your race times using a three day moving average. To find the average time for a day, just add that day's time to the times from the previous two days and divide by three. To use a four day moving average instead, just add each day's time to the times from the previous three days and divide by four, etc. If you do this over the two week period in your runner's notebook, you'll find a three day moving average time of about three minutes 44.3 seconds for the first Wednesday, which, if you think about it, is the first day you can calculate a three day moving average for. Then down to three minutes 43 seconds, down again to three minutes 42.3 seconds. 3 minutes 40.3 seconds and 3 minutes 39.3 seconds, then a bit of a jump up to 3 minutes 42.3 seconds, down again to 3 minutes 39 seconds, and finally finishing at 3 minutes 39.3 seconds on the second Friday. How is this better? Well, as you can see, there are still some day to day fluctuations, but they are now much less prominent. Why? Because the three day moving average smooths them out and makes it easier to see the overall trend. 
a trend which is indicating that you're well on your way to 2016 Olympic glory. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. But that's definitely not all there is to know about moving averages. For example, what happens if you change the size of the moving average window? How do you know how big to make the window? What are some other kinds of moving averages? And what are some of their other real-world applications? Stay tuned, because we'll answer all of these questions and more in an upcoming episode. Also, as luck would have it, you can find another example of just how useful moving averages are in this week's Nutrition Diva episode about the best way to keep track of your weight. Be sure to check it out. Remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook where you'll find lots of great math stuff posted every day. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. If you're on Twitter, please follow me there too at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. And don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra, available wherever you like to buy books. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.